this might sound a little bit crazy to some of y'all, <laughs> but I'm doing the final before the final of losing Angela. I felt like it would be appropriate to come back here to her grave and just think and meditate on my feelings now and those things that made me from that experience. I wasn't the only one who went through this. I wish that my brother and sisters could do the same. Even though we all have made peace with so many things. I'm dedicating this podcast to y'all. I don't know if y'all ever listen to my episodes or not. Or if it'll even mean anything to y'all. But I know there's a world out there of people. Who lose a son, lose a sister, lose a brother, lose a mother, lose a father, an aunt, an uncle, best friend, an enemy. So many things. There's nothing here that we're going to keep anyway. Not on this side of living. <sighs> I'm looking at the dates, y'all. The dates. And how ironic these dates are. Like for instance. October the 4th. Is when Angela Lee Brown was killed. When she died. October the 5th. Is when my son was born. And they're buried right by each other. His birth date. October the 5th Her death date October the 4th Many years apart Same bloodline This feeling y'all I don't know how many of y'all Visit graves of people y'all lost But this feeling Is a deep feeling A feeling that can't be reached by the most expertise. The expertise of the people who know how to reach and dig deep. When I come here, part of my soul still has time and the ability to weep. My healing was slow. A healing that creeped. I've had to climb so many hills and so many mountains that were super, super steep. Here I am in this fountain of life, still having an aftertaste of death with each new birth. Because after the life, we depart with death. And then so we meet death. It's so ironic. People who contributed to this world and the lives of the multitudes that became iconic. The people who kill people. Some people call them demonic. But each time that we fail to love someone 
fail to pass life on to someone else. We kill someone too. Isn't that ironic? (laughs) I remember when I myself was innocent. Before I tasted the taste of death and was wrapped in the chains of loss. I also remember being a child and how adversity was my boss. I worked so hard to reassemble myself with what people call norm. I remember the black hole. I remember that black hole. I built my foundation on that black hole with the help of people and counselors, mental health workers. I even met a few bouncers along the way. But hey, what can I say? Some people look at me and still despise me to this day. Whether it's because I failed, whether it's because I succeeded or exceeded. Maybe it's because some of them were in my garden and they got weeded out. But as I stand here today, I don't pout. I'm finding so many ways to love, finding better ways to ease into the losing. Because we all going to lose, man. Women, we all going to lose. And I'm not saying it in no depressing way. But just imagine if everything that we had, we never got rid of it. Think of how deep those things would dig a pit into our consciousness. And make us feel like we full of it. A problem we have today. I think about tomorrow. Sometimes with deep sorrow. Because it's a day closer. To the loss. The next loss. The next death. But I still sometimes find myself hype. It's like an automated feeling. That I can activate with a swipe. But this swipe involves. Me continuing to strive to evolve. All those problems. That I can and cannot solve. They're still going to be at the door when I open it. They'll still be. In my vision. In my eyes. When they are opened. And at night when I close them. Or whatever time of day. Whether I've said what I had to say, Vic slid, came back, and had to repent and pray. Adversity has paved the way. And I've survived. Everybody who's hearing my voice right now, you survived something. Remember that. You're a survivor. If you can hear me. And you were able to have the technology. The device to hear me. 
You have survived. You are able to be present. In this moment of hearing my voice. Don't just give yourself a hand clap or a pat on the back. Allow that to be imprinted in you as a hype. People get hype over so many things. But what about being hype over your surviving? Your survival? Your being alive? Don't get me wrong. Everybody that's hearing my voice is not in the happiest, best situation. But you're alive. And if you don't want to be alive, I feel for you. That's the feeling I used to have at such a young age. And believe me, it felt so true. I thought my death was coming at the end of my transaction like my balance was due. But who are you? And what is new? Just take a minute, y'all. Take a minute to just wonder why. Why is it important to have a survivor's hype? You know why it's important. Because one day you're going to wake up. And the unfairness of being alive is going to hit you. Because there's someone who's not. You still breathe in life. And they have met their death. If you stay down about it and don't have a hype, you'll end up in depression. You'll be so deep down in the pit that you won't even be able to see the light to learn your lessons. And you'll keep on waking up every day stressing. Stress can kill you. Stress can kill you. But if you're still feeling depressed or sad, I feel you. I feel you. Now it's time for you to face the real you. Face the real you. And don't face the real you with all that finger pointing and anguish. Don't let it just sit on your head and weigh heavy on your heart. Things that was your fault, yeah, you had your part. But it is never too late to push restart right on your heart and your mind. Even if you had to rewind to move forward. Run toward it. Be real with yourself. Especially if you are contributing to your bad health. Mentally, physically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, analytically. We all have a technicality. And that technicality... It's how we approach our reality And if we approach it with morality (laughs) 
son of us are fighting insanity. Reaching and lusting and playing around with vanity. Starting over and over. But you know one thing? I love all y'all. Y'all don't love me, that's y'all problem. <laughs> and I'm just saying that because everybody don't love me. Everybody don't love you. But if you can add 1%, half of 5%, half of a half of a percentage of love, if you can add it to somebody's day and add it to your day, each day, you'll be able to keep on surviving in something positive, even if it's for someone else.